0: You're listening to Fit Girl, your guide to getting in shape, the podcast dedicated to helping you separate fact from fiction in fitness. For more details about this podcast and other episodes, visit fitgirlpodcast.com. This is podcast episode number 292. In this episode, periodization and why it's key to your results, motivation, and continuing progress in your workouts, plus how to set up a periodization program for yourself. In nutrition, two significant aspects of nutrition that most people don't fully understand. I'm going to tell you what they are and explain it so that you can fully understand it. In motivation, we're going to set two goals for you to achieve this week so that you can continue the process week after week and achieve your goals. So first, I just want to go through a couple of things I saw in the gym the other day. And one with somebody using the same amount of weight for biceps curls and the Romanian deadlift. Now your legs are going to be a lot stronger than your biceps. So if you're using the same weight for both those exercises, then you're definitely not challenging yourself on the leg exercise. So make sure when you are in the gym that you're not using the same weight for a small body part that you would be using for a large one. So for example, if you're doing bicep curls, you're probably not going to use that weight for squats. You might use it for lunges, but you're definitely not going to to. be using the same weight for deadlifts. So keep that in mind, because what we are finding is that the best results are going to come from when you challenge yourself. So remember, if you're using a small body part, you're probably going to use a bigger weight for that larger body part. And again, that's where the one rep maximum calculator comes into play. That's on the fitgirlpodcast.com site. You don't have to know what your one rep max is. You just have to know how much weight you can use for maybe eight or 10 or 12 repetitions and then plug that in and it'll tell you that one rep max. Now that doesn't mean that you're going to go out and do one in your next workout It just means you're going to take a percentage of that one rep max to figure out what the most appropriate weight for you is. And in the last episode, I believe we talked about that percentage being 75 or 85% of that one rep max. So that's why it's important to know that so that you can know if you're challenging yourself enough or not. Now, speaking of challenging, we're going to talk about periodization. And that's basically making your programs in different types of formats throughout the year. So you can take a set of four weeks, six weeks, eight weeks, and say, this is going to be program one, or I like to call them cycles. This is cycle one, then the next eight weeks is cycle two, the next eight or four weeks, or whatever you want it to be. But you have that start and finish point, and you have a specific program for that start and finish point. That way, you're not going to let your body get into a rut of doing the same thing over and over and over again. And this is really not only going to help your motivation, but it's kind of going to supercharge those workouts because you're going to have a plan. Now, why is periodization so important? Well, it's going to help you with your progress and prevent your plateaus, but also keep you from getting bored. It's kind of like giving your body a map for its fitness journey. And with different phases and different strategies, you keep things exciting and effective. So in order to reach your goals, periodization is absolutely essential. And just like anything else, you have to have a plan if you're going to get somewhere. Otherwise, you're going to just go around in circles and never progress. Now, when you start working out, you know, you're usually really enthusiastic and excited. You go straight to the gym as soon as you can and you get strong quickly. You feel your muscles. Everything feels great. But then after a few months, you know, you kind of get bored. You maybe uh, use excuses to not go to the gym. And that's where periodization comes in. Because it simply means breaking your training into different phases with different focuses. So the first let's say 6 weeks could be a strength focus, second could be power, then flexibility, then hypertrophy. Breaking it up is going to take you almost through a whole year and keep you on track by not letting you get bored and make those excuses to not go to the gym. You'll be excited kind of like a new program is a new beginning each time you do that every 6 weeks. So for example, let's say you're going to start the beginning of the year with a strength phase. Well, this is where you're going to be be increasing the weight as you go along. You might even be lowering the repetitions and your goal is strength. And again, this is where keeping a log is going to be so crucial because you're not going to be able to remember exactly what you started with or how it felt. So by doing your first workout and writing down the weights you used and maybe any comments like this was easy or this was a struggle, then as you get to the last workout in the whole program, you'll look at the same thing and say, oh, wow, I've increased weight and this particular weight may may have been easy. But you can look back and say, this is how I see my progress. If you don't have it written down, you're not going to see that drastic difference between the start and the finish. Again, that's one of those things that motivates you is seeing your progress. We tend to not really feel the difference from week to week. But when we look at it over the course of several weeks, then it has the greater impact. Definitely would recommend getting some sort of notebook or something to write it down or log in your phone or however you do that. Now, your focus could also be on hypertrophy, which is shaping your muscles, toning your muscles, building your muscles, but you can also throw some of those isolation exercises in and add some mid-range for reps and weights on that one. So again, you might have strength for six weeks and hypertrophy for the next six weeks and then maybe power for the next six weeks. Here's the great thing about it is that by changing things up, your body stays engaged and responsive. Plus, you reduce the risk of overuse injuries. Now, of course, you're going to help yourself avoid plateaus, which will help you see changes in your strength and in your shape and in your whole body composition. And one of the things a lot of people get stuck in is using the same exercise over and over and over again. And that's when they end up with injuries, the overuse injuries, shoulders, knees, back. So by forcing yourself to change your program, you're going to help prevent that. And sometimes when you change a program, you have to do some things you don't want to do, but you also have to know that it's in your better interest. So kind of starting out the beginning of the year, and making that whole program for the whole year, breaking the different times into six or eight week cycles, then you can kind of sit down and say, okay, this is what I'm gonna plan for that. And then when you get to that time, let's say it's March and you're supposed to work on flexibility, you might be like, oh, I don't wanna do that. But you realize, you know what, I need it. I know I need it. That's why I already scheduled it. I already figured it out and you do it. So there's no questioning. There's no wondering what you're gonna do for your next program. There's no missing a week or two because you didn't have any plan. You just jump into the next one and you keep moving forward. Now the same is true for your home workout. You may have limited equipment and limited space, but it doesn't matter. It's just doing things consistently and those periodization programs are going to give you a reason to work out and to avoid some of those distractions. Now, you might have a limited number of exercises to choose from, but again, it's also about the repetition scheme, the tempo, the rest periods. There's lots of ways to create variety. So let's say that you enjoy bodyweight exercises like push-ups and squats, and of course, you can do this in the gym or at home, but you can apply a periodization program by manipulating those different variables, your intensity, your volume, your tempo, your rest periods. These are all different things that can change in that every eight week or six week period you can start with higher reps and shorter rest breaks to focus a little bit on endurance and then the next program or cycle could be reducing the reps and increasing the intensity, or maybe adding some weight. Or if it's just bodyweight exercise, then you're changing your tempo and then adding maybe a little more time to your rest break so you can focus on strength. And in that case, focusing on tempo, you'd probably be lowering yourself into that push up slowly and driving forward or driving upward for the power. So there's different ways to do that. Cycling through these different phases, especially in your home workout, you're not only going to keep things fresh, but you're also going to maximize your progress because everything is about how much can we get done in how little time and how efficient and effective can it be. If you already have having to plan for your workout, you're not going to get into a rut because you'll already know what to do next. And you also won't dilly-dally around the gym or at home because you'll know, okay, here's what I have to do. A, B, C, D. You do it, you're done. You want to stay and socialize? Go ahead. But you're not going to be distracted by socializing in between because you know you've got to get that plan done so that you can do better the next week and try to push yourself. Now, periodization really is your like your secret weapon for staying on track and getting better workouts in less time. When you look at professional athletes and they work with trainers, they have a plan. They only have a short period of time that they can focus on different things like strength or power. And that program is already determined and figured out for them so that they can get as much out of that time frame as possible. So that's why it's so important to have a plan. By taking just a few minutes of planning, you'll avoid monotony, you'll prevent plateaus, and you'll keep making consistent progress. Now, if you need help creating a periodization program, check out my Fitness Makeover site. There's a couple of free programs and there's also coaching available. Again, I'm updating and moving things around so you'll see different things there. But the main thing is to take some time, probably take you maybe 15 or 20 minutes to just write out your own program. And you could probably put it together by listening to some of the old podcasts because I know we've gone through a lot of this. And even the last video that I did in the last podcast, which talked about exactly how to make that program for strength that's going to change your body and your metabolism. Write it out for the next couple of programs. So that could be anywhere from the next three months, four months, half a year. Maybe you want to do the whole year and just know that, okay, I've got it set. I've got to do it. No questions. And try to include exercises that you don't normally do. And even some of those that you know are good for you, but you maybe don't like to do. Maybe you don't like to do reverse lunges, put them in a six-week program. You can tell yourself, I know it's good for me. It's only six weeks. I can do this. And then you know you're going to feel that much better when you finish that program because you'll be done with them and you'll have done something that you know is right for you and is going to help your body even though you didn't particularly care for that exercise. When it comes to nutrition, there's two significant aspects that a lot of people think they understand, but they really don't. And I find this because people talk to me all the time about what should they eat, how do they lose weight, all of these different things that they think they know because they start to answer their own questions thinking that they know the answers and they're usually completely wrong. The first one is variability. And what that means is that each person is different. I mean, we know that, but yet when it comes down to different things, we say, well, if she's doing that, that's what I need to do. And it's like, no, that's not necessarily what your body needs. There isn't a one-size-fits-all thing for dieting or for nutrition, and oftentimes people will ask me, what should I eat for this, or what should I eat to lose weight, or what should I eat to gain strength, and it is definitely going to be different for each person. There's a lot of parameters that I need to know in order to set somebody up on A good nutritional program for their goals. Besides just your genetics, there's your metabolism, your age, your gender, your amount of muscle mass compared to body fat, and that's gonna change how many calories that you need. There's underlying health conditions. Sometimes people don't even realize they have high blood pressure or they're salt sensitive. Uh, There's so many different things that can be going on that are affecting why you may or may not be losing weight or may or may not be gaining muscle. There's no blanket answer. Yet most of the time people ask me, how do I lose weight? Oh, no, I know, I know, I know. I just cut my carbs. (laughs) And it's like, no, you're wrong. Don't cut your carbs. You need the carbs. You just have to balance them with your proteins and your fibrous vegetables. So basically just having a well-rounded meal is going to do more for you in terms of weight loss and in terms of muscle gain. If you're trying to gain muscle solely, you're going to eat just more. And you'll probably have a little more fats in your diet, but you still need fats in your diet if you're trying to drop weight. The point here is don't just look at somebody else's diet in a magazine or on TV or even on social media and assume that that's going to be right for you because it might not be. And one thing I learned back in the olden days when I was friends with a lot of the bodybuilders who were on the front pages of the magazines, a lot of them didn't even tell the truth about their program or their nutrition. I remember one of my friends saying, oh, yeah, I did that exercise for the photo shoot, but I I don't ever do that, but it just looked really good for the photo. So it's like, okay, well, that's a little deceiving. And then, of course, they had to throw that into their program, knowing that they never really did that exercise. So you got to take some things with a grain of salt and not try to copycat exactly. Now, the second thing that most people don't realize is that you don't have to be perfect, but you do have to be consistent. Now, of course, you want to do your best to make healthy choices all the time, and you want to do your best to maintain a regular workout routine, but sometimes life is going to get in the way. It's like it did for me in this podcast. It gets in the way, but you know what? You still do a little bit here, a little bit there, and you keep it going. And then when you can stay on track a little bit better, well, then you'll get more done. But you don't have to be perfect. You have to be consistent. So maybe you're used to working out, let's say, five days a week, and you can only do twice a week. Well, that's okay. That's going to help you maintain. But stressing out over that is going to help you lose muscle. So you definitely don't want to stress out about it. Just do the best you can and do whatever you can. I've been looking at a bunch of different studies that are also showing that it's the consistency, not how much you do, but the consistency in which you do it. So five minutes, five times a week may not seem like much, but that's actually still going to help you maintain, if not gain strength. And it's just taking maybe one exercise and doing it really slowly, focusing on the negative of that motion. And that's going to help you, believe it or not. So focusing on consistency more than trying to be perfect. The other thing that that follows is that we tend to be all or nothing. And if we're not perfect, we say, well, forget it. I'm going to blow the whole weekend and the diet starts Monday. Okay, hands up. Everybody who has said the diet starts Monday. Yeah, my hands up too. So anyways, we want to think, okay, no, I screwed that up. But tomorrow's a new day. The next meal is a new day even because you can always start over at any time after any meal or on any any day. And sometimes we also beat ourselves up because maybe we slip on one little thing. Oh, I had two cookies. I shouldn't have had any. Well, that's not really the end of the world. Just go past it and say, yes, they were good. I enjoyed it. And I'm back on track. So the other thing is don't stress your body and get that cortisol release, which is going to inhibit your fat loss and your muscle growth by stressing yourself out. Stress plays a major role in how our body changes and a lot of it is controlled by our perspective so keep in mind consistency is what you're looking for you're looking for sustainable health and sustainable exercise so again if you can't get to the gym you do something at home slow squats i mean start doing tempo squats really slowly and you're going to realize that it's a lot of work same thing with other exercises even if you have bands resistance bands at home you know focus on those squeeze that muscle tightly and then really try to keep your back tight as you're doing that row and bringing that arm forward. So it's not just the pulling back hard, it's fighting that weight even more. Or go to the park with the kids and try to do a pull-up. Yes, I said try, but eventually you will do a full one. Jump up there, hold yourself up there as long as you can. And maybe all you can do is hang. That's okay. Remember, we talked about how that's a great way to start and how much it impacts your body, even though you feel like you're doing nothing. So again, look for the opportunities to do some little extra exercise, because over a period of time, it's that consistency that's going to make a difference, not only in your nutrition, your eating, your diet, but also in your exercise. Now, let's talk about two goals that you can achieve this week. I can give you an easy one and a not so easy one. The first one is easy. It's make your periodization programs for at least the next three cycles. So write it out, do it, and you're done. The not so easy one for this section or for this first goal is still kind of easy. It's increase your steps daily. Now, we know we want to aim for 10,000 steps a day, My problem tends to be that I don't usually have my Apple Watch or my phone on me at all time when I'm running around doing work around the house or whatever. The goal would be to see if you can increase the number of steps you normally take. So, of course, that means using a smartphone app or you keeping your Apple Watch on all day. Also, going for more walks, maybe taking the stairs instead of taking an elevator, maybe walking or even just marching in place as you're doing a phone call or just walking around the house as you're talking to a friend on the phone. You could also schedule an appointment with a friend or family to go for a walk or, hey, somebody else has a dog. Maybe you can walk that dog for them. It's kind of a win-win. The main thing is to set some reminders for yourself, whether it's on a post-it note around the house or whether it's an alarm that tells you get up, walk around, and just something to prompt you to move more often and throughout the day. Check it at the end of the day and see how you do with your steps. And you know what? If you don't get the 10,000, not a big deal. Tell yourself, I'm going to try to take a few more steps tomorrow. So maybe you get 7,000 today. Well, if you get 7,500 tomorrow, you're still achieving your goal. You're taking more steps each day. The second goal is also kind of easy. There's two of them. One is going to be to just have more general nutrition awareness. So thinking about what you're eating, watching what you're eating, maybe writing it down so that you can really tally up what your calories are if you're getting enough protein, enough fats. Uh, the other one is to increase your water intake. Now, maybe you already have the 64 ounces of water a day, then well, guess what? You're, you're going to have to go with goal number one. Um, otherwise, monitor it. Measure how much you're drinking, whether you use a water bottle or measuring cup or you use a sports bottle and you just keep refilling it for that whole day. And also take that bottle with you. Just make sure you don't leave it somewhere, which is something I've done before. And set reminders also to tell you, get up and walk and now drink some water. So that way you're drinking throughout the day. The other way to achieve this one is to take away certain drinks that might have calories like fruit juice or sodas that have a lot of sugar in them. Make sure you drink some water when you finish your coffee. I know that doesn't always sound great, but the other thing is adding some flavor to your water. You can throw in a lemon or a cucumber or some sort of berries or whatever seems to be of season. I'm not really familiar with that kind of stuff. But the other thing is creating a routine for drinking water. Some people tend to just forget. They get busy, they forget. Maybe you just take a big glass of water when you first wake up or maybe a small glass of water when you first wake up. One between each meal or one after each meal to make you feel more full. Scheduling it, every hour you get up and force yourself to take a sip of water and you'll be surprised how quickly you'll go through that water bottle if you fill it up and then keep sipping it throughout the day. And then hopefully you'll have to fill it up again and depending on the size, a couple of times. And like anything else, track your progress. Whether you use just a tally of one tick tick mark, two tick marks for however many water bottles you use or how many times you refill a water bottle. Just keep track and then that way you'll be able to add it up at the end of the day and know if you've reached that goal of the 64 ounces of water. And again, not the end of the world if you don't, but having a goal is going to make you much more aware of what you're doing. So remember, consistency is the key to achieving any goal, especially fitness goals. Make a conscious effort to stick to these goals and plan a little bit, and you're going to be surprised at how easy it incorporates into your lifestyle, and then all of a sudden, it becomes a habit. Remember, habits can be good or bad. So We're going to start making good habits like drinking more water and taking more steps. And then the next week, make up two new goals. These don't have to be big, huge goals. They're just little stepping stones that... If you do this regularly, we'll get you to your final goal, whether it's to gain muscle size or to lose weight. Both of these things are going to help, especially if they become a habit in your lifestyle. And this is part of that whole sustainable fitness thing because you know what? We do need to exercise for the rest of our lives because we want our bodies to work properly. Don't think of it as exercising to lose weight. Think of it as exercising to keep my body working properly properly and that's what it's all about so i was out of town for about a week and a half and didn't really have a chance to do a whole lot with either the podcast or the youtube channel but i'm back to my regular schedule and we should be getting some stuff up there pretty soon so if you haven't already visited on youtube fitness makeover or strong and powerful check both of those out As always, thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I look forward to giving you all the insights to help you reach all of your goals and to help you get your best body ever. For more details about this podcast and other episodes, visit fitgirlpodcast.com.